Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paramedics do the incredible. They help save lives. And so can you. Your CSL Plasma donation can help create 24 critical life-saving medicines that may give your kid's music teacher the chance to see your son play in the season opener or give your mechanic the chance to give his best man speech. Do the amazing. Help save lives. Donate today at your local CSL Plasma Center and receive over $1,000 your first month. Varies by location and is subject to change. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for a son and now he serving to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Yeah! What's good, what's good? What's good? How y'all feeling out there? Talk to us out there, man. Talk to us. Let us know we got this volume thing under control for you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to have to spit a 16 on that next week. Oh, okay. So I still got bars. Oh. So I still got bars. Oh. Don't get it twisted. I got bars. Goodness. I got bars. I got, you know, my, my sword ain't as sharp as it used to be. Oh. But I keep a little, a little jigger. Tell him to let it go. I can't let it go, son. I love hip-hop. <clears throat> I love, I love, I love hip-hop. So what's good out there, family? Yeah, man. Talk to us in the chat. What y'all doing? Check, uh, shout out to everybody that's listening to us on Apple Music, on Spotify, CastBot. Yeah, Audio Boom. Audio Boom. And all of that good stuff. We are out here. We are out here. You're going to hear some thunder in the background because it is pouring in New York City where we at. Yeah, man. And uh, But that's okay because uh, we here with you. Y'all here with us. And uh, how you feeling? I'm good, man. Uh, this week wasn't... Uh, this week actually was kind of... It was eventful. It was kind of eventful. I'm not going to lie. But not... not uh, it kind of just proved what we were talking about last week. Oh, you jumping the gun a little I'm bit. I'm not going to do that. You know what? I'm not going to do that. That's, I'm not going to do that. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. You know, you want to go off script? <laughs> you know, baseball is my sport. Yeah, you know, like, like my man it. Al Capone said, enthusiasms, yeah. enthusiasms. 
Like you know, man steps up to the plate, he has a chance for individual achievement. Right? How, how was your week? Then he busted him in the head with that baseball bat. That was some scary shit. Uh, my week was good. I'm alive. I'm breathing. The kids are well. Uh, you know, my daughter's preoccupied with, uh, you know, looking at colleges. Oh, and shout out to Odyssey for her report card. Yeah, 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 yeah. She banged out, you know. We're going to clap that up. Yeah, clap that up. Number three. Number three is a clap. Clap that up. Clap that up. <clears throat> now, I have a bet going with her. It's yeah. the same bet I had with you, same bet I had with my oldest son, Marcus. Yeah. On her last report card, if she brings me a 90, I'm, I'm fair. You know what I mean? 90 is fair. That means you at, at least put in an effort. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put $1,000 in cash in her hand. Oh, yeah, she's going hard. Clap that up. Yeah. Now. She's going. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's going hard body. She got a 90-something this semester. And she's already like, look, the last semester's easy. I'm just going to cruise through it. Her mom jumps in on the action. Mom Duke jumps in and said, listen, because she took the SAT. Mm-hmm. Said if you get, uh, what's twelve fifty thirteen hundred, she's going to throw 500 in there. Clap that up. Oh, my gosh. You guys are calling in these kids. Okay. Now, not to be outdone, her aunt heard about shit. And she's going to buy her, what kind of bag? Like a Bergdorf bag? Birkin, Birkin. A Birkin bag? Yeah. And she wants in on the action. Well, then you need to get in on that action. <laughs> I'm kind of hating. You need to get in on that action. You, you her big brother. Get in on that action. I'm just saying. Yep, yep. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, we are, uh, you know, trying to encourage all the good things that the young people do. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's either that or, you know, hey, my name is Odyssey. Welcome to Burger King. <laughs> May I take your order, please? You know. So... I, uh, I oh, want to get in on uh, about the action. What's your word for the week? My, 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 my urban excellence word of the week. See, we're going to start pushing this urban excellence initiative. And what that is, just giving you a snapshot, people out there. Don't worry. I got one gray hair in my nose that wants to come out whenever we do the show. You know, I got hair growing out my ears. It's crazy. Yeah, anyway. Yes. Yeah. Um, this Gosh. urban excellence initiative is going to be a code of conduct. Mm-hmm. In which we feel that we should be conducting ourselves on our podcast. Right. So we don't want to be calling people's coons and sellouts. We, do we, do we don't want to be talking about people's kids. So we, we're going to be laying out a code of conduct. And other YouTube channels can, can get with that. You know what I'm saying? If they also feel, uh, you know what I'm saying, it's something that they too want to do, uh, you know, they can get in on that action. So we will be laying that out. And um, as a result of that... Uh, you know, you guys can get in on that action. Right. So, so what's the first one? Uh, the Urban uh, Initiative uh, Code of the Week is going to be self-evaluation. Okay. So for this week, self-evaluation, we don't do enough of evaluating ourselves. Right. When problems come into our life, the first thing we do is we're looking externally for excuses to make on why it wasn't our fault. And in this household, we don't get down like that. You should know that. I'm always saying, well, what can you do better? What did you do? How can you make the situation better? Because we have to hold each other accountable in all that we do. And I think self-evaluation is the number one key. Look in the mirror. Could you have started that business already? Yeah. Could you have finished that book already? Yeah. Could you have, you know, lost the 30 pounds you was trying to? Yeah. So it all starts with self and when we uh, when we take that on and that initiative, 
it, it holds everybody accountable. So I think self-evaluation is the urban excellence, uh, you know, word of the day or word of the week. And uh, that's what it is. We're going to be, we're gonna be uh, providing more of that. Absolutely. More of a lot. We, we have a lot of cool stuff for, for the people. Absolutely. Absolutely. The concept of urban excellence because that's what we're striving for. That's what we're striving for. It's like black excellence, but if you ain't got $800 to pop bottles, that don't mean that you're not on your grind striving. Exactly. You know what I mean? So urban excellence is the hood aspect of it because the hood can make you or break you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If the hood makes the diamond, you can go anywhere in the world and you're refined already and you're ready for war because the hood has, and quiet has kept the hood, it's got beauty in it if you know where to look. Right. You know, a lot of times we get on these YouTube channels and all of this stuff and we always focusing on the negative stuff that's going on, but on my timeline on Facebook, I see people graduating. It's graduation time. It is, it is. I see people proud of their children. I see people saying, man, I just lost 30 pounds. Because what I do, I, I filter my Facebook often. Mm. Like if you putting up police shootings and all of that, I, I don't want no parts of it. Yeah, if you putting unfollow. up black people beating up each other, I just politely unfollow you because it's my Facebook page. Right. Mm -hmm. It's my universe. Right. And I want to be able to come on and see nothing but positivity. And you'll be amazed on how much positive things are going on in the urban community in spite of all the, you know, drama yeah. and stuff like that. And I think a lot of times we lose focus on that. Especially in spite of what... Uh the outside forces make you think it's really going on. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's always all good in the hood. You know it's I'm always saying? all good in the hood because we know what to do yeah. and how to get that done. You know what I mean? So with that being said, um Let's get to it. Let's get to it. So um last week was an amazing week in a lot of ways. Um what it taught me, you know, dealing with the whole Kanye West situation yeah. is um, that we're still fractured as a community. Definitely. Okay. The trauma uh, was brought to the surface on levels that I didn't think still existed. And it was a telltale take so that we know our people are still hurting. Our people are still struggling. Friendships were almost destroyed yeah. over what position we took <laughs> in this Kanye West yeah, that's a <clears throat> fiasco. And I started not to bring it up because when I'm done with something, I usually move on. But what's going on this week is sort of connected. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, the trauma was 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 heavy. Like, and I, I got phone calls. Yeah, I just was amazed yeah. at how many people took either side. And instead of it being a healthy uh, conversation, not even a debate, because one thing I'll never do, do I'll never debate you on my opinion. That makes us both look retarded. Mm -hmm. We're debating opinions. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and people do that all the time. Right. Well, I see it this way. Then why are we debating? Right, right, right. It is your choice to see it your way. Right. You know what I mean? I see it my way, and we have to agree to disagree, but it shouldn't go any further than that. But the minute you mention slavery, right? Yeah. That triggers something in people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It triggers trauma. So I wrote on my Facebook page this week. I said, if you want me to remember the trauma, which is slavery... Then you also telling me that I need to remember the traumatizers, which are white people. You can't have one without the other. It's right. like peanut butter and jelly. The yeah. motherfuckers go together, mm -hmm. right? And white people controlled us. White people ruled us. White people educated us. Uh, white people beat us. White people manipulated us. White people gave us religion. White people so-called freed us. 
So 400 years later, if you're constantly telling me I should remember that trauma, then you also telling me to remember the people who ruled me at that time. And this is one of the reasons we can't get out of slavery. Yeah, you never go forward. You never go forward. Yeah. It's like being raped, as I mentioned last yeah. week, and the rapist didn't get caught and he got a T-shirt on that says, I raped you. Right. And you're going, that's the dude who raped me. And they're going, so what? Oh, act like you don't see it. Right. So you remember. Hey, hey, remember, I raped you. Yeah. So it's a weird dynamic when we start talking about uh, remembering the mm -hmm. trauma. Because if you're telling me, you know what I mean, I can't, I can't distance the two. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. It's very hard to distance the two. So the only logical answer that I came up with is that either you get rid of the traumatizers or you get rid of the trauma. Right. One of the two, because one is the cause and another one is the effect. Right. Mm -hmm. As metaphysicians in, in working, we're always trying to sharpen our skills. We're taught to deal with the cause of things. Right. Right. Uh, racism, white supremacy is the effect of what they did to us. So I cannot just focus on the slavery aspect without dealing with the trauma and those who brought the trauma. So either we're going to kill all the white people. That's probably not a logical you know, answer. It's impossible. Or, well, it's all depending on how we kill them. And this goes back to what I was saying last week. I wasn't saying, I wasn't trying to be funny for those who were saying black guy is saying, forget about racism or racism didn't exist. I never said that. First of all, uh, racism isn't going anywhere. I don't, if, uh, if you think for some reason, if you think uh, we're all going to somehow march our way, protest our way past racism, you're bugging. Right, right, right. Uh, you kind of, you're delusional and that. That could be looked at as a mental illness too. But, but, you to... but you know what? You know how many people actually think a day is going to come when that's not going to happen? It's, it's, so it's... it's a telltale sign of. So what I was trying to say is because I did not say, uh, you know, because somebody can go with a soundbite. Black dot said racism doesn't exist. I never said that. Mm -hmm. I said act like racism doesn't exist. That's the difference. Yeah. Act like it meaning there has to be mental warfare on our part if we're always talking about all is mental. Because the only way to get rid of the trauma is we must remove the traumatizers. But it's what I see. What I see from like uh, the responses, we only want to use certain concepts when it benefits us. Selective, very, very selective. I'm gonna talk about that. You 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 segueing into very selective. We have select. We get selective when it comes to racism, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We get when it benefits us. Yeah. Bob Marley, father was white. Mm -hmm. In this generation, Drake, mother, is white for, for the young people. Right. J. Cole, mother, is white. Alicia Keys, mother, is white. The list goes on and on and on of prominent people mm -hmm. who have were birthed by white people. Not just they're dating white people. They were birthed by white people, and we seem to throw that to the side when it benefits us. Maya Angelou had two white husbands. Not one, two. I didn't know that. Yeah. Nia, uh, 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 Nina, uh, uh. Nina Simone? Nina Simone had a white husband. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if we want to start getting nitpicky on things of that nature, but nobody seems to talk about that because it's selective, mm. right? Right. And this brings me to my point. We dealt with so much trauma last week. We dealt with a lot of trauma. And then out of the clear blue, as yeah. if on cue. Yeah, another. This is a, yet another week. We've called... 
we've kind of like called something. Yeah, and, and, and that, it came to like fruition. Right, like, as if yeah. on cue, Donald Glover shows up with the answer, with the most amazing video ever created, and the streets, and now the slaves are happy again because he represents what America is, right? Right. As if right on cue, that's the Hegelian dialectic, right? Problem, reaction, solution. Kanye West was the problem. We had a crazy reaction. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck your mother, this, that. And now the solution, right on point. They've given us the new Kanye. And now black people got their chest poked up. Boom, 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 boom. This is what we're talking about. And the video was so dynamic, the right side of my cranium was tingling with... You see what I'm saying? And nobody caught that. Nobody thought that that's that's MKUltra 101. That ain't even advanced levels of MKUltra. That's 101. Yeah, people like... People were like so happy, like right after. I'm like, yeah, we're just upset about Kanye talking about, and he, you know, Donald Glover wasn't talking about slavery or anything like that, so it wasn't as cut and dry. And a lot from the video can be uh, interpreted interpreted your as own such. Way. So I guess that's what I guess, and you know, he put it to music because somebody even put that on Twitter, like, oh, Donald Glover is what we wanted Kanye to be. In 2018, I said, why? Because he put it to music? Right. Yeah, I mean, why? You see what I'm saying? And, you know, if we want to get petty, Kanye got a white wife. She's a whole cave bitch, as from <laughs> what they were said. This nigga got a white wife. Is she not a whole cave bitch? I'm, I'm just saying. I, I don't listen. I, I'm just saying if, if we're going to get nitpicky, right? Yeah. You know how many videos Kanye has come out with that were genius and innovative and creative? Yeah. And, you know, this was a creative video and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, I think, you know, so, but now that Kanye has a different viewpoint. See, now, see, when, when Kanye said, if George Bush doesn't like black people, or, or George Bush doesn't like black people, we called him a rebel because we were in agreement. Right. But the minute he said, I love Donald Trump, and he said, I don't even fuck with his politics. So yeah. this ain't political. I rocks with Donald Trump, which they all do, as we broke down last week. Now he's the enemy because yeah, you're not in agreement with what he's saying. And now he's a coon. And now he's a coon. You, you see yeah. what I'm saying? So now it has really boiled down to if I agree with you, mm-hmm. you're okay. If I disagree with you or you go against the, the mainstream narrative of thought because they have digitized our thought process. Every time you like something or mean something and this and that, it is collecting data. So it is a digital stream now that has been synthesized with current thought stream. And they're pushing it this way and it all says Kanye is dangerous or Kanye is a coon. And then you go, wait, hold up. I think differently or whatever the case may be. You stick out like a sore thumb and now you become identifiable. Last week we was talking about free thought and trying to have an independent thought and to think for yourself, and we are now criticizing independent thought. And you know, I, I thought it was interesting as well when people like liking uh, Donald Glover's thing. He basically showed you a mirror to why 
you kind of sat, like you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like he he showed you the the the, the kids dancing in the background while stuff was going on behind you, and you could take you know I took that as the kids dancing as this actual video. We're looking at this video. Oh my god, why everything is happening behind us? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like so. That, that, and yeah. that includes Donald Trump. Where everybody focusing on Donald right. Trump, mm-hmm. right behind Donald Trump, right. <clears throat> are real issues going on. Right. Yeah. And I also noticed after we so eloquently broke down Kanye's context in which he spoke about one specific issue, we didn't get into his politics and all of that. I still noticed that certain individuals were still running with the narrative that he was saying. Slavery was a choice. It was. It was two. It was either we giving him too much credit, mm-hmm. or he actually still said slavery was a choice. It was two. I speak English very well. <laughs> I, I really do. If, if it's one thing I do, is speak English very well. And I thought we clearly showed through his written word mm-hmm. by him saying the exact things. Yeah. And I noticed that individuals were still. That's like if I accuse you of something. And you call me on the phone and say, no, Dot, you wrong. I didn't do that. And here's the proof I didn't do it. And I hang up from you and I still running with the same shit. That means I have an agenda. So I was noticing agendas still being pushed, even though anybody with common sense could know what he said. Because we proved what he said. You know what I mean? And a lot of people um, were talking about, well, well, and... They were saying, well, this is what he actually meant, right? Oh, now we're thinking for him? Or now we we, we, we ultra-intelligent, yeah, right. and we're going to think yeah. for him, even though his words... See, we have to take his words for what they are. If you listen to what he said before... See, see, you got to watch TMZ cleverly only released mm-hmm. what they wanted. See, they had an agenda, too. Yeah. They released what they wanted to release... And then the black guy responding, they let that shit sink into you like Inception. They yeah. put that deep down, and then they subtly released the whole video. Yeah. They didn't put any fanfare on that. And when you get the whole video, all you got to do is go two or three minutes before yeah. and two or three minutes, minutes after. after. That's yeah. all. Listen, that's I learned that in, in third grade. You read the whole sentence because the answer is in there. If you just listen to the whole sentence, you heard clearly that he was talking about mental slavery. In this day and time, if you still think, if you're still saying stuff like, Donald Trump is a racist, I'm looking at you sideways because now you're insinuating that the rest of them are not racist. When you say Donald Trump is a racist, what does that mean? They're all racist. Or, Or Donald Trump is dangerous. If you say that, then that means you haven't been reading and studying because you know Donald Trump has no power Whatsoever, he is a figurehead so that you can, you know, focus your energy on, and now you're making him bigger and bigger with your negative energy. And now, but you don't realize that the unseen hand, the ones with real power who never step out from behind the curtain, are going on with their business as normal. So I'm looking at you sideways there as well. So, what are so what would you say if um, somebody says, Well, Donald Trump empowers. Other races, like the hillbillies out there that can go out to kill a lot of black people. That was empowered by Obama. Mm. See, don't go don't go to the effects. Mm. Go to the cause. The minute they let a black man in office, what they did was subliminally, they put 
white America on alert. Mm. Those racists in Idaho and Kentucky and all of them places were boiling underneath. See, you just can't trigger things. It's called the trigger for a reason. They have to plant it inside you first in your subconscious mind. Mm. And then when they're ready to bring it out of you, they hit you with what they call the trigger. Okay. Donald Trump was the trigger. Imagine holding something in for eight years, mm. right? First of all, y'all the ones who voted him in, but that's a whole other story. It's not enough black people in this country to vote uh, Obama in solely on black votes. So it just goes to show you the power of mind control. Right. But with that being said, for eight years, you bubbling. And it started before the eight years ended. By the time he got to the second term, he was yeah. a gorilla. Yeah. People were, so they holding this in for eight years. Then they teased you with Hillary Clinton. I told you the scenario. After a black man, a white woman, this yeah. country is going to shits. So they teased you with that. And then they hit you with Donald Trump, who only said what all of those people were thinking under their breaths. But thought is a powerful thing, right? Yeah. So even though they weren't verbalizing how they felt, the energy could be felt amongst us. That this shit is about to pop off. Right. That's when we had the Trayvon Martin killings. Mm -hmm. We started getting more and more. I didn't see that many. I don't know if it's because now all of a sudden we got cameras, but... Under Obama's watch, it seemed like every week they was killing an unarmed black man, right? Right. So that was setting the stage, right? And all Trump did was he came out and he said what they all were thinking. And he just blatantly said it. See, niggas and, and, and us slaves, we like our white politicians to lie to us. We like good, clean-cut politicians to tell us they're going to do a good job for us. Like Hillary Clinton, she gave us a concert. That's what niggas want. They want a, a Jay-Z and Beyonce. And we want Pusha T to have concert. To, yeah, and Pusha push T. And we want to know that she has hot sauce in her bag in case a fucking cookout breaks out somewhere she <laughs> is ready. Ain't nothing like being ready for them goddamn ribs, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So Donald Trump served as the trigger, right. right? So now he's here and all of those racist white folks are feeling like this is their moment. They have regained their country. So you got to look at it from the other people's perspective. Okay. You got to look at it as if you was a white person and grew up white in this country. Look. And every time you turn around, these niggers are taking over with the dancing and look. jumping and like, all that like shit. Like black people hype when Obama actually got in. Absolutely. The right. way we act when Obama yeah. got in was right. like, yo, nigga, Obama's in. Jay-Z wrote a song about it. My president's black. And you know what I'm saying? We right. started turning up. That's true. We was turned up. Yeah, I told true. you I had like a tear or two come down. I popped a bottle of champagne. Yeah. This is good times. I never thought I would see it. Shit. Then I wiped my eyes and was like, all right, this is some bullshit. Because <laughs> ain't no president ever did anything. Yeah. I'm living in a whole different vibration. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't start with Trump. I would start with Obama mm -hmm. as the setup. Okay. And then Hillary as the tease. Like... Because if she gets in, yeah. it's a gay nigga next. It's yeah. goddamn niggers, women, and gays. Yeah. That's what's fucking up the country. Everybody know that. Us good white folk has been down here doing our thing. You see what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. So, that's the mind fuck. That's MK Ultra. Yeah. That's how that shit works. So, that's what they did to set that up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, back to my point, we talked a lot about freedom. Uh, 
the theme, even our, our word of the week last week was free thought and trying to think for ourselves. But even freedom, we can't use that only when it benefits us. Mm-hmm. So I asked myself, are gays and lesbians and transvestites and uh, transgender. Uh, transgender, are they free? Because they have broke out from the conformity that imprisoned us. You see what I'm saying? This is how, listen, this is how they think. They right. think that they are free. Right. Right? So in my head m- 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 movies, I started <laughs> saying the, the word free and thinking free and being free, there's a double-edged sword. You know what I mean? Because there are people who think innovatively that they're the ones who are free. Like the ones who date white women. Mm. They think, I have broke through the barrier of only seeing race. And now I am free to date who I want to date. That, that was that was a big topic of discussion this week because um, when you know when Donald Glover put out the video and people were hyped, and then there was some people like, well, don't forget this who his wife is. Right, right. So and then when that when that discussion happened, I saw a I don't know if it was a tweet, Facebook post, and it was by a black woman, and then she said. She said, you know, keep it real. Like, black yeah. women... This is a black professor. Am I no, no, no. This is something else. Something oh, this else. is something else. Okay. She said, black women don't never really like the black widows. Okay. She called them, you know, he's, he's Yeah, he's media, a widow, kind of like, yeah. She said, so that's why he probably was always around white people, white women that showed him attention. That's why <clears> stuff like... That was kind of the gist of her, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. her uh, interpretation of that. So what did you think about that? Um. I thought that was, I thought that was a lame excuse because I thought women always like smart dudes. And- um, well, well, good girls or, or what's the saying? Bad girls or good girls like bad guys yeah. or bad boys and all that. Um, to me, that's all subjective to where you are I, and I, how you put your pimp game down. I agree. I agree. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I've always been fascinated with dating white and fighting black. Me too. Right. And uh, you know, Doctor Umar. Is the one who really just shed a lot of just light on it. Like, look at from Frederick Douglass on up of these activists and people who were, they love black people, want to fight for their freedom. But whoa, 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 whoa. I'm over here with them. (laughs) My love is a white woman, but I'm helping you niggas out. And so I'm not talking about a white guy. Who dates a white girl and he's not an activist. He's just tucked in. Right. They like mayonnaise. She breaks them right. into mayonnaise now and they go to PTA meetings. Whatever the fuck they do. Yeah. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about those who feel the need to date white mm-hmm. but fight for black causes. It's 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 a real interesting dynamic and I don't have the answers out there in the chat room. I'm just you think it's posing the questions in my head movies. You know what I mean? Huh? You think it's like overcompensating or something? Explain yourself. What because, do you mean? like, you dating like you, you dating like a white woman or you dating a black person. So you feel like you like you you have to fight for the black cause because you're doing that. Like, oh, I see what some, you're saying. Like, subconsciously, subconsciously, you feel guilt. Right. You feel guilt for dating a white woman. Right, so right, right. the way you express your guilt is you're gonna fight for black people. Right. Uh, that could be could be a number of issues. Could be a number of issues. You know, it's interesting. Like you said it. You said during the week, we keep using this term, uh, sunken place. And the dude who wrote that movie... Has a white wife. Has a white wife, too. So the dude who coined the phrase sunken place, 
he too has a white wife, and as innovative as the movie was. But you know what's crazy? Nobody brings that up because we like them. Yeah, that, that, that's my point. That goes back to the selective <laughs> yeah, racism, like yeah. uh, you know, that we pull up when it benefits us. We, we, we'll claim him because yeah. we claim him Bob Molly, but his father was a plantation owner or something really. He was a soldier. A soldier who yeah. something. That's, that's soldier. Yeah, he was. You, you see what I'm saying? So um, it's interesting. It's very, very mm-hmm. interesting to date white and fight black. Now, here's the thing. Does any of that matter when we're talking art? Mm. And that's another question that went in my head movies this week, ladies and gentlemen. What I'm saying is if I don't like your wife, I don't like your movies. Or I don't like your, your music. Right. We, we, we're that petty now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, you dating her? I, I, I just can't get into your music. When one has nothing to do with the other, technically. Right. So, Donald Goins... Well, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Why I said Donald Goins and shit? Donald Glover... Delivered an artistic expression, something that was on his mind that's going on in America. Mm-hmm. And then I saw him kiss a white man and have a white man cuff on his ass. And I was like, ah, shit, god damn it. Then I saw him coming out of the grocery store with a bag with his wife and shit, with some flip flops on, with his <laughs> toes out and shit. The thong slippers? Yeah, with thong slippers on and a white man's t shirt on and shit. I said, ah, shit. He's, but he's kind of like one of those jack-of-all-trades. Yeah, kind of jack of all kind of guys. Comedy, movies. So, So I've heard some people, you know, say, well, now the video has less meaning to me. And I'm saying, why? You know, if the video is art and it expressed itself. See, we, we've got caught into a lot of shit now. Yeah. Where now we're judging you on. This is what I was talking about with the 444 album. We judging Jay-Z on all the other shit he did, but he delivered what I thought was a masterpiece yeah. for that day and time on its own. Not prejudging yeah. who he is and he sold crack to the neighborhood. No, just take the artistic offering. Art is supposed to be innovative. Art is magic. Art opens up the, the gateways for us to express. Uh, you know, art is a reflection on life and life is a reflection on art. We'll get into that a little bit later when we do decide... To give our two cent on, you know, the okay. actual video and shit like that. So, uh, you know, those are just some of the things that were on my mind and in my head movies. Oh, so do you want to break down the, the video? Uh, uh, we could. I mean, everybody broke down the video. And when everybody breaks down the video, nobody broke down the video. If you understand my logic when I say that. I understand. And it was usually, if, if I'm covering a, a topic... I stay away mm-hmm. because I want to make sure I'm at least trying to have my own thoughts about it. But it was everywhere. So the thoughts were scattered. Uh, some of the stuff I agree with. Some of the stuff I didn't agree with. Uh, let's 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 go to it. Let's. Uh, right. Okay. So uh, the first one was actually the pose when he shot. No, no, no. First was actually the guy who looked like Trayvon Martin's pops. Yeah, now the guy who looked like Trayvon Martin's pops, I found out it wasn't his pops. No, it's not. It's so not, it's I ran not. with the narrative already that that was Trayvon Martin's pops who's playing along with what's going on here in America. He was a Mason. Even, you know, wore his feds and all that shit up in the court. Then when they shot back to him, his face was covered, so it wasn't him, and it almost looked like uh, a hoodie. Or, you know what I'm saying? You know how Trayvon Martin had a hoodie on and he couldn't really see and he was an, an any black kid, an anonymous black kid, and he got shot in the back of his fucking head by George Zimmerman, who uh, who used the pose, 
but he was kind of like he's he clowned the system. He's still clowning the system. Yeah. And the yeah, way they took the gun from him because the gun became a part of an auction. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I saw them hand the gun over to him, it meant the gun had value, but also this gun will be later auctioned off because it is an important piece of our history of what's going on here in America today. That's what I got. I found okay. out it wasn't his pops. And then I said, okay, well, maybe it was a different narrative, but, but that's what hit my subconscious mind you don't think, that maybe they was trying to tell a double message there. You don't think uh, they were aiming for people to think that, that was his pops? Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe that's why it came across that way. Also, when he, when the video first came on and yeah. he uh, did the twitch with his eye, we also know that that's, uh, could be mind control, mm -hmm. that a lot of us here are under mind control. Mm -hmm. Uh, it could be the one eye, you know what I'm saying? Remember I talked about the icons, you know what I'm saying? Like to make it here in America, you have to be down with that. And we also know that in the land of the blind, the one eyed man is king. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Also representing that we don't see what's going on, which was literally, we didn't see what was going on in the back of the video until we watched the video one or two or three times. Yeah. Unless you was just on it looking for all kind of uh, specific things. Uh, you want to add on to that? Because I don't want to eat all uh, that. Well, I saw that uh, the, way they, the way they handled the guns, every time he used two guns, every time he handled the guns, they, um, they, they handled it with care, right? And, Absolutely. And red cloth. So I was thinking Republicans, uh, in, yeah. on its most... On its most mundane level. Mundane yes, level, absolutely. right? Republicans, red. Because that's the NRA, right, right. And, and that all runs with yeah, that. Very like, good point. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, the dancing. The dancing, yes. The dancing was very... Uh, uh, Alex Jones said that he was doing a voodoo dance, <laughs> which he was. Every dance we do is a voodoo dance. Right. Dance is a sacred art. It's a language yeah. that we use without using words. So every time we dance, if we understand the geometrical patterns that we can create while we dance with certain triggers, sure. So he was doing a voodoo dance. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I like the way he was mixing modern dance mm -hmm. uh, in with one, the, A couple of dances with South African. South African to let you mm -hmm. know it is one narrative being told. Mm -hmm. No matter what landmass we are on, we are the same people telling the same story. And yes, we dance for happiness. We dance when we sad. We dance when babies are born. We dance to make it rain. And then you saw even rain. The dude had the rain gun coming down. It could be also symbolic of that. I'm just kind of reaching around because dancing is that powerful. It is a special uh, encoded language that we use. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, the kids, the kids, the kids never got hurt. The kids never got hurt. The kids never got hurt. And they were dancing while all this madness was going on. Absolutely. Of course, we saw behold the pale horse. We yeah, saw the white horse go by. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And the cops and, following behind and, it. And, and the cops following behind it. And, and Professor Griff uh, broke down that that's the overseer and the officer. Remember, Karis once said, overseer, overseer, officer, 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 officer. Showing you that the overseer only morphed into the officer. Uh, of course, you get into the book of Revelations, which we got into last week. Yeah, we did. <clears throat> with Behold the Pale Horse yeah. and, and Death. And, 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 you know, things of that nature. We saw the cell phone the cell actions, right, 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 right. Uh, which could have had a double meaning because it, it looked like they were in a prison cell yeah. at the same time where your thought is being imprisoned. You see what I'm mm -hmm. saying? We spoke about that last week, trying to free our thought. And Kanye was the ambassador on that end, just saying, I'm just trying to have a free thought. Uh, it's also a tool. 
You know what I'm saying? saying? As he mentioned, that it's a it could be used for uh, uh, to to open doors. Like uh, uh, Chuck D said, don't be dumb with a smartphone. Oh, they said that. Um, somebody said that his pants were worn by the Confederate. Oh, he had Confederate pants, pants on. on. Yeah, right. All right, so the pants work uh, of a Confederate nature. Right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So you you going back to uh, to uh, those times? Uh, what else we had going on in that video? Uh, I saw Scissor in the video. Yeah, that was that. That kind of bugged me out. Yeah, but remember, he's putting the mirror up to America, and things that you read in the mirror are actually in reverse. Right. So if I saw a name in the mirror, I would see it in reverse. So Scissor is asses. You know what I'm saying? If you want to use phonetically right. A Z S, that's asses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not sure if they're saying we're asses. And the masses already are asses, right. as we already know. He was standing on that red car. Uh, I really wasn't too sure what that was, you know, dealing yeah. with. But it was the only red car that was there. So I don't know if he was standing on the blood mm. of our ancestors. Now, was he smoking a cigarette or was he smoking a joint? I think that was a cigarette. If that's a cigarette, what do you, usually you smoke a cigarette after you fuck. So maybe uh, we, we're getting fucked and now he's coming out of that stupor, smoking a cigarette. I, I'm not really sure if it was weed. That could also be that we stay clouded in our judgment and therefore we can't see what's going on behind us and around us. And uh, also, black people, we're here to entertain white people in, in, in the gist of this is why we excel when we dribble the ball or we have music and raps and all of this old kind of stuff. And our spirituality has been trapped in this culture called rap, not hip-hop. Hip-hop was there to try to use and break the code so that we may reattach the lineage of our ancestral bloodline. Right. And rap came in to stunt that growth because these Jewish uh, record label owners know what time it is. They're all occultists. Do not think that they are not. They are all occultists. Somebody, you, somebody in the chat said it was a joint. So Okay, it was a joint. So again... Uh, marijuana in this country right. is it a, is that a gift and a curse you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying is that a, a part of it because we stay clouded but it's also spiritual properties involved with it so um, you know just trying to what did you think about the uh, the church choir shooting the church choir shooting I wasn't sure if that was connected to uh, what was that uh, what, what, uh, the white guy came in and killed all the people uh, in the Dylan church Roof. Dylan Roof what was that Charlottesville yes the Charlottesville situation again dealing with guns or we need to assassinate the Christian mindset. Because I thought, at first, I thought the Dylan Roof, I felt like that was like too in your face. Right, right. So I would go with if right. the subtlety of it being you need to get rid of uh, this, this Christian mindset because it has caused a lot of bloodshed for our people because we were raped, murdered, tortured, beaten, uh, you know, castrated all in the name of Christianity. Right. So don't get that twisted. So maybe that was his way of saying, if we are to move forward from this point here, we need to, right. uh, you know what I'm saying? Or blood must be shed of this Christian mindset because it is a mindset. Right. You know what I'm saying? And him running down the end, you know what I'm saying? Again, no matter who you are in this country, uh, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. will be running for your life at some point. I also thought they were very feminine under and overtones in his dance movements. Mm. You know what I mean? So while some of the dances were hip-hop and this, uh, he represented a very feminine man. There was nothing masculine about him throughout that whole video. So what is that saying about how do you rise in this country? Are, are, are dominant male black figures uh, still the number one threat? Mm. And the only way that you can survive is that you must 
feminized up. I don't know. I, I just, I'm just telling you what my first eye picked up. And I only watched the video twice. Mm. I didn't even get into my 10 and 15 rotations of watching because I've just been busy this week. Uh, so that's just some of the things I picked up. And um, what else did, did you pick? Anything else? Up Every, everything else was kind of like up here because I only watched it twice. Too. Okay. So, and for that being said, what did he put in the video that was so groundbreaking and innovative? I mean, it, he put it, he did put a lot of, I guess it was a lot of thought put in to what was going on. So I give okay, him, I he, definitely give him kudos. Okay. But who was he talking to? He was definitely talking to us. Was he? We know all of this. We live this every day. So, was he talking to white America? No, okay. I so, mean, was there some white guy who I told was, you I told you what I think. I think he was kind of showing like, yo, this is what's happening. But showing it to who? We we live it. No, we actually we we live it, but we're not understanding that there's a lot of distraction as well. Like Ah, I see. So weapons of mass distraction. distraction yeah. Like, I had a DVD out called Weapons of Mass Distraction. Plug. Plug, plug. But yeah, I think he. I think it was more so disguised, like, oh, this is what he. This is what's going on. He's being an activist. But I think. Or was there some white guy saying, "Honey, get in here"? Did you know what was going on <laughs> in the Negro community? I did not know the you know, Negroes like, were facing you know, this. Crazy. I think there's a lot more than that. I think there's a lot of people like that more than you would think. Absolutely, it's really clueless. But you know what? I'm never sure. I've never know if I should. Go at them, or I should just really be like, "Yo, I can't blame you. Like, you live in, in a whole nother bubble. Bubble, right?" So this video proves Kanye's point completely, completely, that we need to pay attention to what's going on. We are under mind control. We are. We need to free ourselves from all the distractions. We need to have our own thoughts. So if ten different people see this video ten different ways, you know what that's called? Free thought. And that only proves what the fuck we was arguing about last week. Drops mic. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's just off the rip. I know uh, there are people out there like uh, Panic and uh, KT, uh, the arts degree, and others who will give you a, a breakdown of that that'll blow your mind. Yeah. Uh, that's above my spiritual uh, pay grade. So that was just what I picked up from a practical standpoint. And, you know, and that dude kissed him and cuffed his ass. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I, I wouldn't be able to act. I don't care how much you pay me, V. Nah, then they, you're, all right, Black Dot, you in this scene. And in this scene, yeah. this white guy's going to come over to you. You're going to tongue him down. And he's going to palm your ass. And action. And no, yeah. I don't think so. My kids got to see that, too. No, I don't think so. So, uh... <clears throat> you are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, uh, Spotify this week mm -hmm. has removed R. Kelly's music, Sentacion's, uh, and I just got word that they removed this rapper, TK, who's on In Jeff for Double Murder. Uh-huh. Or oh, two, two different murders. Uh-huh. Um, from their Spotify playlist, like they're not gonna be promoting their music. I don't think they took the music down completely. Okay. But they took the music like. So now days. Spotify is uh, policing mm -hmm. uh, music now based on things you did that may or may not have been connected to music. Right. So then that means America should be on trial. All of American history, everything you see in America, if we're gonna start that as a narrative. First, just on this most basic level, just uh, American music. Right, right. A lot of America's 
top musicians, like white, black. Absolutely. A lot of people have done some real... Some real grimy stuff. Dirt. The and music industry alone is so very like, grimy. So like, you, like, that's a real slippery slope. Like, you want to go down. I don't think that's really wise on their part. Because now, other people, now they're other people. Oh, Chris Brown. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember Chris Brown, what he did to Rihanna? Yeah, he did that. He did that shit. Yeah, he did. He, he did, did that. that shit. So you know what? Let's get him now. Oh, yeah, let's uh, let's uh, uh, let's let's remove his music now. Gene Simmons from the Beatles. Gene Simmons, oh, he's wild. Wow, uh, I think sexual battery from not not the Beatles. The uh, Gene Simmons was in the Beatles. No, 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 no. He was with the uh, the Stones, I think. The Rolling, Rolling Stones. Stones. Gene Stones. Gene Stones. 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 Right, right, right. Um, who else? Ozzy. Oh uh, yeah, he eating oh, bats on stage. All these and, people, but so 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 like, where do we you, draw what? the line now? Or is it an assault on black music again? Now, we just got finished talking to you about do we separate the artistic expression from the individual? Because I love I Believe I Can Fly. Right? That's played at every graduation now for the next 50 years. But R. Kelly is a sick man. You know what I'm saying? He has some issues that he needs to deal with. Did you see um, the girl that they were saying like is in his like little sex call? Oh, uh, she was out in L.A. hanging out. Yeah, she was like, oh, you know, he's uh, he's out, in, he's in Chicago, lying. He was in that was PR, 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 exactly, exactly. Like it was actually kind of smart. And then you got to watch what R. Kelly says because he can't read or write. And I know a big deal was made about Kanye not being able to read. You know, well, he, he don't read books. He don't read books. He right. don't read books. And and I didn't see that as a strike against him. Uh, you know, others say he don't read books. Well, he must be slow. Not necessarily. There is an intuitive energy amongst us. Mm-hmm. Because when you read books, you're actually reading someone else's thoughts. Can we agree? True. Someone else compiled these thoughts and now they're implanting them in your head. Right. And now you're running around with these people's thoughts in your head influencing you. Right? The reason I wrote Hip Hop Decoded, plug, is because I wanted to have your undivided attention to uh, state my case on what I felt hip hop was. That's all. You know what I mean? But unless you're reading a reference book, you know what I'm saying? A how to, and then there are many ways to do things. I know dudes who work equipment, they never read the manual. They just get the drum machine and go, I'm just going to sit here and figure it out. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So. You know, Kanye, I mean, uh, uh, R. Kelly doesn't read, uh, and he don't know how to read or write, but he know what he feels. Which so, is, I'm not going to, like, that's so impressive. Yeah. Like, even, though, even though, like, okay, we cancel R. Kelly, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you can't tell me that's not impressive. Like, it he is. don't read or write. And he don't read or write. He has a third grade education or something like that. And his music catalog is... But he knows how he feels. Right. And that's the intuitiveness, because, I mean, let's face it, what did we do before we wrote books? We were at a higher vibration then than we are now. The fact that we had to write some shit now yeah. is an indication that we were going dumb. Mm. We could remember everything there was and is. You know what I'm saying? Or we knew that it would be a future time where people need to see on the on, you know on the walls, man, know thyself. Mm. You know what I mean? And things of that nature, and that you are the temple, and because there was a time that we would forget who we were. Right. So yeah, I'm very impressed with that too. But we have a lot of functional illiterates amongst us. Yo, I worked I worked for the school system. I used to get letters from parents every day. And I would read these letters like, yo, this parent... This parent is slow. It's slow. So what do you expect from the kid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you know what's crazy? This is like so off topic from the R. Kelly day. I guess we're leaving that. We're leaving that. Mm-hmm. But 
there's such there's a war going on in the urban community between it's 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 between teachers versus parents and students. Right? Mm. When I was in school, right, mm-hmm. I looked at teachers as an extension of my parents. Like I was scared of my teachers. Right, right. I used to right. listen to my teachers, and then when they used to threaten, like I would call your mother, like you. That makes your stomach drop. Right, right, right. right. Now, the parents are taking the parents and, and the and the students are taking the sides against the teachers. Mm-hmm. So. They t- they fight in the uphill battle, and like I just said, a lot of his parents are slow. Very slow, right? Very so slow. Your parents are supposed to be your first teacher. Absolutely. And if they can't do it, they expect the teacher to do everything for you. And the teacher's like, I can't do everything. I'm supposed to enhance right. what it is that you're teaching at home per se. Right. And we do know the killing fields. They're pushing a European uh, doctrine, but that right. that comes back that to the parents right. 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 knowing. What they are supposed to do. And this is why in hip-hop today or rap, it is the easy path to make money because you don't need to know how to read or write. Yeah. At least in basketball, if you're trying to go pro, you at least got to go to school. Yeah, 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 and yeah. then you got to go to you know college for a year. And it's a process. Rap, you don't need to do that. Especially yeah. mumble rap, whatever. You can sit at home. So it is not encouraging education. Yeah. That's good and bad. It's good because we know the education system in this country is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's bad because at least you need that education so that you may open up other doors to free yourself on a whole nother level. Or three. play the game so you can feed yourself. At least here. the three R's. Read, write, arithmetic. At like. least the three R's. <laughs> Reading, writing, arithmetic. Please. You know, R's. you ain't got to be... Because it got to a point when I was helping Eli with his homework. And I just had to come clean. Like, never. <laughs> This shit just got real. Like, y'all dealing with algebra. That, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because I was uh, brushing him down and showing him how to hold numbers in his head. If it's 30 times 50, just yeah, if, pull and, those zeros and, aside. And, yeah. Go 3 times 5, 15. Bring them zeros back in. So he had that shit going on in his head movies. Like, yeah. And then he came home with letters. X, 2X, this. And, X, and then, Y. And then they ruined kids because now... With uh, the Common Core. Common That's a whole other step. If you're yeah. from New York... Um, Oh, uh, we go by the common core now. Oh, that fucks you up because they don't want the answer. They want to know how you got the answer, and it's and it, it puts kids at a disadvantage, especially kids from the urban community, because a lot of kids from China learn the common core way. That's right. how they're taught. That's how they're taught from the beginning. From, from the beginning, and New York, they just kind of threw it on kids. Right, right. And I remember because we opted out. We was like, we will not be yeah. taking the common core test. Fuck you and fuck your test. Yeah. Do what y'all got to do. You know what I mean? So, so, it, I, so I, I get it. I, I, I understand that the education system is designed for us. It's not, it's not designed for us. Absolutely. Right? But at the same time, it's just like we have to take some responsibility somewhere because I was I was in Brooklyn, right? Mm-hmm. On Fulton. I guess is where all the high school kids got out. Mm-hmm. And it just looked like a zoo out there. Absolutely. And I, and I'm from the South Bronx. So it, nothing... Don't, Nothing scares me. Absolutely. And I was kind of looking around like, yo, what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I was uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, yo, what? That all ties back into the social media. Yeah. And- uh, to what we see going on today. Because remember, I, I, we didn't have nothing called social media. Yeah. You met your friends at 3 o'clock. Y'all hung out. If you had a beef, y'all squared up. That was it. We snapped on each other. We went home. We was friends the next day. It was a whole different ballgame. But the social media and these likes are like credits. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's psychologically fucking kids up. Dopamine. It's dopamine. dopamine like, a like is a dopamine. Yeah, so it's, now it's a, hit. It's, a, it's a quick hit. Yeah. And now these kids don't know how to function in society. And they have a future. 
So when I speak about how Europeans are not control a word about that because they can look at our kids and know what the future is going to be. Right. So they don't worry about what they're going to be doing in the future. They're preparing for it now. And I had uh, a friend of mine tell me that uh, he knew a teacher and they would tell them by third or fourth grade test scores. They, that's how, much, I mean, that's they, how they build the prisons. prisons yep. Based on the third and fourth grade test scores for our kids yep. determines how many prisons they're going to be. So that's a very interesting point. I don't know what we were talking about prior to that. Yeah. Let's go to the chat. Anybody in the chat? What's going on with our yeah, people? Let me, I'm see, let me see what we're talking about. That shit. Hold on. <clears throat> okay. We up here. Somebody said Chinese people are like robots. Kelly Cotton. You don't talk about Chinese people like that. <laughs> you know you got to pay for rice. You want to fly rice, don't you? Any questions from the chat? I see you want to fly rice. That's racist. That's, that's not how racist. That's the way I ask her for when I order Chinese food. Ask my wife. I'll be like, oh, let me get a fly rice and a shrimp fry rice. They say, okay, we know this is a block of thought. Wait, okay, pause. Gene Simmons from Kiss. Kiss, okay. Kiss. What? That's what I was thinking about. Please don't okay. hold that against us. Facts, it's one facts, of those facts, groups. Facts, facts, you know, facts, 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 I don't listen to white people's music like that. My mom is black. If you hate someone, you hate yourself. No one hates like family. Okay, Jeremy Rogers. Uh, the Twins album is fire. Oh, yeah, shout out. So we have another video on Urban X TV on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, like that, I was interviewing Red Pill and Blue Pill about their latest album, Twins. Yes. And we have a couple um, musical performance in, yes. in the actual interviews. Edited well. up by my wife. She yeah. went to work on these videos. Yeah, we'll check that out. Because I don't want you... Everybody in this family is talented and everybody got some, something to do here. So just because you don't see wifey on screen, she's working. But we will Alejandro her ass if we have to. So uh, like if a better video editor come along, we just got to sit her down and go, hey. Somebody wanted you to explain the uh, <sighs> prison system. So um, they take the third and fourth, I think it's third and fourth grade um, math and, and English state scores. And that's how it creates an algorithm for them for, for to the, spit out and know how many prisoners. How many prisoners. Cause if you, because remember... The, uh, I forget whose book, uh, The Miseducation of... Uh, it's one of them little small pamphlets about black education with boys. I read it so, so long ago. But he spoke about how by the fifth and sixth grade, our kids want to play with toys. Our kids are more interested. They start out enthused by school, but because they don't see male black images like themselves, especially black boys, they become dis, uh, you know, disinterested yeah. and they start sitting further and further and further in the back of the class until they become the so-called nuances and now they're drugging our kids up and you figure by fifth grade, sixth grade, they're going to give up and then somebody going to put a bundle in yeah. their hand and send them on the corner because shorty needs sneakers because his mama can't read and you know the cycle and how it goes and so they build in prisons, you know, based on that philosophy and we're trying to save these children as much as we can and listen, you cannot be done with a smartphone in your hand. There are apps on your phone now that can help you read, and you could be doing that shit on the low. Start with cat and hack and back and work your way up, my nigga. You know what I mean? Because if you can't read and write, you can't cash checks. And that's why these uh, dudes are getting robbed in the industry and so forth and so on as well. Did we, during, this, during this show, up to this point, did we say black people were racist? We did not say black people were racist. Why is that a topic of discussion? I did not say black people are racist. I said black people... Uh, need to or could be racist. 
Oh, could black people be? No, it's impossible for black people to be racist. Racism is a system. Racism means I don't like you and I can do something about it. Black Legally. people can be prejudiced. Right. Racism means go sit in the back of the bus, nigga. Racism means you can't drink from there, this fountain. That means there are laws in place. There's a system in place. Right. For there's me a to system in place you. to oppress you. That is the racism. definition of racism. So black people by nature cannot be racist. We're not in positions of power to tell white people what they can and cannot do. We can be prejudiced. Yeah, anybody can be prejudiced. I don't like your you, you chinky eye. I don't like your eye. You know, if we do that, that's something called prejudice. Yeah. I don't like you because you're white. That's prejudice, but it's not racism. Two different things. <clears throat> right? And we were speaking about how we pick and choose Selective racism. So we kind of use that word selective racism, and it's probably more selective prejudice if we want to get technical in, yeah, in the term. But we were talking about the white people we like and the white people we don't like. So if we don't like you, oh, fuck somebody, you. okay, somebody said, uh, I, I said you were a racist when you were, um, okay, y'all are reaching, relax. You said I was a racist? Yeah, when you were saying, um, when you were making the, the Chinese jokes. Oh, no, no, I was just being funny. You know, listen, I'm just trying to keep our interviews here. Moving along, no, so they, they don't but be... that's what they were responding to. Oh, like, okay, got you. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. Now yeah. you reaching. Come on, man. You reaching far with that. Anybody else in the chat? What they want to talk about before we uh, move on? So by saying you can't be racist, you're saying that we can never be powerful. Read Black that. Black. Read that again. It says so by saying that we can't be racist, you're saying you're also saying that we can't be powerful. Uh, no, I'm saying racism and white supremacy in this country is the law of the land. So, with that being said... With that being said, while we're here, uh, you have to find power within yourself. Okay? Now, if you're talking about you're going to take down the structured system, that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm with you. I want it to happen, but statistics show me... When you want to know about the unknown, you study the known. Racism has been here. It's... What keeps these people in power? These people are not going to reduce their power to be on an equal plane as you. Impossible. I don't understand why people... No, because it's a hope. It's something we keep selling ourselves. I told you, black people are focused on two time periods. The way things were and the way they want things to be. We never deal with the way things are currently because that's our mechanism of how we insulate ourselves from the pain of what we're currently going through. So it's always, yo, one day... All white people just gonna vanish, like in the movie <laughs> Infinity War. <Wars. laughs> they just gonna vanish, and then life on Earth is gonna be good again. Yeah. Mm, I don't think so. That's not the way it works. Oh, what about the Met Gala? Oh, the Met Gala. Yeah, yeah the Met Gala. Was yeah. that somebody in the chat room was talking yeah. about that? Yeah, we saw. This month was the Roman Catholic. Uh, yeah, yeah, this it was. The, it was about. Uh, I guess the theme was. Uh, Catholicism, Catholicism and, yeah, and Catholicism in art. Like I have a hard time when I think of Catholicism. I think of little boys, mm. and I think of the pedophiles yeah. and and all of that stuff. I saw uh, Rihanna had the palpacy hat on and shit. That was official. They that was official. She had the official yeah, shit on. The, that's from a cardinal. Oh, and okay. Kind of like sanctioned. Like he said, she could have it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And that's a lot deep. Of, and a lot of white people were upset. About oh, that. I'm pretty sure they was. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they was, but why would she want to wear that? Um, again, Yo, what is the Met Gala for? It's it's a fashion show in essence, the the, the uh, ultimate fashion show because they all have on these long. Now, do they go inside and there's 
like, what, like, a play or like, what they, they do? Like, they're uh, performing or is there a blood ritual inside? Like, like as you say that, yeah, a blood was, ritual. Yeah, she she was dressed like blood. You know what I mean, and so forth and so on. Uh, you know, her and Cardi B had a moment. You know, saw that they. Them two, even if it was staged, you know, um, it, it could prophesy what I was saying and that they should get together and do a tour. I really don't know. Who's yeah. this? White Jesus. Oh, White Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, he definitely yeah. nailed that. That was easy. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I saw my man from the movie uh, Black Panther. Wasn't he? Uh, uh, did I have uh, He was in there. Uh, I, had, I thought I had a picture of him there. Oh, look at my man. Uh, Pharrell. Pharrell with his baby girl. They look real happy. She looked like she beats him up. <laughs> Just my opinion. She looked like she beats him up. I'm sorry. Yeah, so um, the gala, <clears throat> uh, again, Catholicism, uh, blood rituals, uh, you know what I'm saying, pedophilia uh, sanctioned by the Roman church is the vibe I got. So, you know, with everything going on in Hollywood, at the time, side note, uh, the, the attorney general... Snyder is yeah. under indictment now because but now he, he used abused. To used to choke women. Yeah, he was uh, choking women out. And side note, he's the one who's going after Harvey Weinstein. See, there's a war going on. Harvey yeah. not gonna sit down and take this lightly. Yeah. Yeah. So you might see a lot of people's dirty laundry being aired because he ain't going down by himself. Now I don't know if he's connected. <clears throat> I just find it interesting that after he went after Harvey, <clears throat> now. His shit yeah, this, is, you know. Yeah, we um, there's like a, there's a real corporate war going on. We have no idea. We have no, same thing going on with Trump, Trump when yeah. he's so-called draining the swamp. See, you think Trump is, is Hitler because that's the bullshit that they putting in your head. Yo. He's at war with other white folks because he's trying to change some things that we won't see because we under the program and issues that he is the most... Uh, sickest man in America. Yo, the fact that um, Stormy Daniels said, I'll pay the money, the 130 grand back. Should trigger you to know something. So somebody's paying her that money. Somebody, somebody putting, gave her that money. Yeah, somebody's putting up that money for um for, for this to go down. Shit, they might be marked goddamn bills. You never really know because yeah. what porn star is not going to blow that 130,000? Two years ago? From two or three years yeah. ago. Are you kidding me? She holding on the money? Really? Ah. So, remember, they lay these things out in advance. Remember, at the uh, uh, the presidential ball, you know, they have the dinner where the comedian comes mm -hmm. out and mm -hmm. she roasts them. Remember, uh, Barack went in on Trump All right. one of those years, and Trump sat there, and everybody was laughing, and Trump didn't have a smile on the face. Usually, people laugh it off. He was as serious because he knew what time it was. Yeah. He knew he was going to be in position in a couple of years to try to undo all Obama's done. All right? And presidents are selected. They're not elected. All right? Just, just want to throw that out there. And yeah, remember, like, the Republicans and the Democrats are two goddamn wings of the same bird. So don't get caught into this side or that side. And side note, the Republicans are the ones who freed the slaves. Let that roll around in your head movies for a few. What else we got going on out here? Uh, Harvey ain't going out like Bill. That's what somebody said. No, Harvey's got a little bit more uh, connections than, than probably Bill. Uh, you know, in terms of uh, and he's white. And yeah, yeah. Well, that's the connection. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to say that. He's white and he's Jewish. 
So, you know, they be under the Talmud. Yeah. And, you know, the protocols of the elder, elders of Zion. You have those books in your library. Somebody said that uh, Egyptian art was all around the Met Gala. Oh, well, because they know who you are as well. All that Roman stuff and that Greek stuff was Egyptian art stolen from the Romans. And this is how they set up Rome here. This is the new Rome. So I wouldn't be surprised if Egyptian art was all around that. You know, we're the ones who are running from that aspect of who we were. They're not. And in the basement, my elders taught me in the basement of the uh, Vatican is where they hold a lot of the artifacts. Side note, Bobby Hammett told me that when you sleep with white women, one of your spiritual centers shuts down. That's what Bobby taught me. I'm just going to put that out there. So um, as we, we round the conversation back to uh, dating white and fighting black. And also he told me that Sun Ra, look up Sun Ra. He was a great musical genius. He had a, a ill band and they played a lot of cosmic music. They said he knew who was in his band that was sleeping with white women. Oh, by how they played. By how they played. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I thought that was also deep. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, in Hollywood, this is, this is all we're seeing is, is black men. Now, people may say, well, that's only a small percentage. But remember, I told you the humanly stars govern us here. I told you that last week. There are heavenly stars and humanly stars. So when we see all of our humanly stars uh, matched up with white women, it, uh, it, it speaks volumes, even though the masses of the numbers, I know you was telling me black on black, yeah, it's, uh, the it's statistics, like 87%, 87% so, of black men marry black so women. the narrative doesn't fit the numbers. The narrative doesn't fit the numbers, but also remember Hollywood is an amplifier of thought. Right. And what they do in Hollywood or the reflection of what they do in Hollywood can reverberate throughout all over America. Yeah, that just causes um, like friction. In the uh, in the black community, really, more so than anybody, because white women are not mad at. You They're not what, mad at who? You think so? You think um? You think you think white men? No, I agree. No, forget it. Forget, forget, forget Okay. Forget, okay. Forget, yeah. 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 And you never see no uh like 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 uh Gumar said, you never see no millionaire white man coming in the hood to pick up Shanika. You know what I'm saying? So we know that there's a class involved with it as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, some, some women, some guys too, they see it as a status thing. Like, I, Absolutely. I got, I got the white man's prize possession. Malcolm X said that in his autobiography. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, this is my prize possession. I'm on the equal plane with yeah. the white man because I too can get the white woman he's and making, it doesn't work that way. Making kiss his feet. Or yeah, like, yeah, all of that kind of. As uh, a, yeah, that was, shit. that was his own thing. Yo, so. I wanted to talk to you about this. I was watching uh, Dear White People on Netflix, right? Dear White People. Okay. Really dope series. Really cool series. Yeah, I, need to, I don't watch enough TV, but I heard that was a pretty good show. Yeah, it's a pretty good series, right? So, um, one of the episodes, uh, one of the girls, she was dating this new dude around campus. Oh, he wasn't new. That's the first time she really seen him or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're talking about, you know, black problems and his views. And, sometimes, and uh, a few times in the episode... He had a few views, and he's like, nah, I don't even, I don't even want to scare you away with that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, he goes to the black dormitory or whatever. They're watching, like, reality TV or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he made a comment, and then she goes, oh, my God, you a hotep nigga. Ooh. Right? So I'll, that, I felt like that was one of the best episodes because I felt like that, was, that shows a little 
underground war that black people are having as well. Yes. Like, yes. Uh, black intellectuals, quote unquote, and hoteps, quote unquote. Yes. Very good point because, uh, you know, now if you are intelligent, yeah, and you are trying to hold on to a little bit of your spirituality. You're a hotep. You're a hotep. And they call that... And they, they and say it's a real derogatory... Black people are the only people that can take something positive... As hotep. And turn the yeah. shit into something negative. Like, oh, nigga, you, you going to school? That nigga learning and shit. We do that kind of shit. Your man come home from prison, it's like, oh, my nigga's home. You know what I'm saying? You already know, nigga. We're going to buy bottles. When your man come home from college, what's up? Yeah. This nigga think he's smart and shit. So we are the only people, and it's sickening, who can take something like Hotep, peace, you know what I'm saying, a positive vibration shit, and turn this shit into a negative term and be proud about it. You know what yeah. I mean? Another thing, the fact that they know what Hotep nigga meant means that they're paying attention to what we're doing here in the hood as well. But they look at you like you're out of your mind. Right, right, right. Definitely. Especially they looking at you like you are not free. We're the ones who free. Y'all niggas still trapped into that hotep nigga shit and that little uh, Egyptian shit. And this nigga got his dashiki on. Like, we ain't in fucking Africa. You know how sisters get. You know, we ain't in Africa, nigga. We in America. Yeah, so, but I, I, I thought like that's just another example of black divisiveness. Black div- divisiveness. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Because, so if, if there's a, a certain like, a group of black people who consider themselves intellectuals, right? And, like, Mark Lamont Hill, I'm a really big fan of that dude, but mm-hmm. when he sees somebody like Boyce Watkins or Uma or something, mm-hmm. and they say something on Twitter, he's the first one to, to snap on them with, about something. Mm. You know what I'm interesting. saying? Interesting, interesting. And it's, it's, so you think he's a, you think he's an agent of some sort? I don't know. I don't know, but because it's, it's a lot of them, it's a lot of them like that. Like, they really do their, they, they do their best to talk down to people who are considered hoteps, right? So, like, and then I, I also began to think, like, the level of, I guess, wokeness. Yeah, is, yeah, now we're on the level of wokeness. Level of wokeness. Because, there is, you know, it's crazy. There is a, a, a woke that's trendy. Yes, yes. People, it's people in this chat right and, now. And that, again, once we start running with the narrative, I'm woke, you woke, who, yo, they ain't yeah. woke yet. It, it, it does create confusion. Now we got the woke people versus the hotep niggas and hotep. So we got a lot going on in our community that needs to be cleaned up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's something Brother Polite said recently as dealing with the Kanye West situation. Uh, at the end of the day, we got black people going at black people. Basically. At the end of the day, Basically. we're not satisfied unless we're going at each other Basically. or finding something wrong with each other and what it is that we do as a collective. A part of the Urban Excellence Initiative is that we don't go at black people like that. We we, we want to show tough love, but we have to have a code of honor and respect and integrity with what we do. If you want all that other shit, you got to go somewhere else because we want to check and balance ourselves here because what I don't want to do is create a platform where we're just swinging off on black people because we we all in this together. We don't have all the answers. Kanye don't have all the answers. Kanye just was expressing how he felt and how he sees things. And side note, who you think got a better view of what's going on, Kanye or you from your laptop? Mm. 
when we start talking about the Illuminati mm-hmm. or uh, white people in positions of power, who has a better view? Who's been to the top of that mountain or at least a higher view than us? Has to be Kanye because I'm just sitting here at my Yo, computer. If you, if you read Spook Who Sat By The Door, right? Yes. And you listen to 444 and then go back to listen to his other music. Mm-hmm. It seems like, you, you know, in Spook Who Sat By The Door, like, all of his own people were attacking him. He's like, yo, I'm doing this for y'all. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you listen to like uh Jay-Z's like prime music, some of his music you can hear frustration, like, yo, I'm I'm laying it out for Absolutely. y'all. Absolutely, step by step. I'm laying I'm, out the blueprint. I'm out three blueprints for you. Like, Absolutely, for you guys to figure this out. Yeah. This is all a hustle. This is all a game. I went from the street game to the corporate game. He said it's more vicious on the corporate game. You know what I'm saying? But understanding what's going on right. in that capacity. You know what I mean? And that's what we're dealing with in this day and time. And it's a problem. Yeah. You heard? What else we got going on in the chat? What else is in the chat? Uh, half breeds cancel white. I don't know how you can blame somebody for being half white if they didn't put themselves on the planet. It's kind of wild. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Half breeds cancel out the whiteness, is what he's saying. Like, I, no, I definitely get that. But once uh, you have a drop of melanin, I, I definitely in you, agree. I, I definitely get that. Agree. But, but okay, even that as a half breed, I'm fighting for your cause, but I came out of a white woman. So how do I approach my mother? You know what I mean? And these are things that have to be addressed. Right. When we talk about being free and who thinks they're free, or, or is this free shit just another term we're going to start throwing around? Because ain't none of us goddamn free. we all slaves in some capacity trying to figure this goddamn thing out. We're all running on a treadmill. Side note, I thought Fight the Power was a better video than Donald Glover's video. Just my opinion. I thought fight the power was a direct message. Fight the power. I thought the image of strong black men, the S1Ws, Professor Griff, the voice of Chuck, Spike Lee in the video, people holding up uh, Malcolm X signs, marching down the street. Uh, Elvis was a hero to most, but he never meant shit to me. He was straight up racist, simple and plain. Motherfuck him and John Wayne was a powerful lyric. Uh, Just my opinion. 30 years later... Uh, Donald Glover comes out with a subliminal song that's trying to say the same thing and just subliminal messages and just my opinion. I'm going to go with Fight the Power. Did you um, um, did you watch Meek's interview on The Breakfast Club? I did not watch Meek's interview on The Breakfast Club, but please fill me in. Now, I thought it was really dope. Um, he was more transparent than he usually is. He was more honest. Like He was talking about his... So let me ask you, do you think this jail situation uh, has given him time to reflect... Cause he don't seem like he reads much either. No, yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he reads much either. But he does, cause uh, he made a lot of reference to what's going on. So he understands what's going on, and he understands what's being said about him. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So because what, that was one of the questions, like, is your music going to change? He said you might hear more frustration because mm. of he he has a clear view of what's really happening. Okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? And he's going. He said he's not going to be an activist because he's not an activist. I like that. Answer. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. See, a lot of times these zoos come out and they try to be who they're not. Right. Don't be who you're not. Doesn't mean you can't help us because our story is so multifaceted and we have hustlers and we have pimps and we have lawyers and we have doctors and we have just play your position yeah. where you could be the strongest in your position. Had he came out saying he's going to be an activist, I might have been like, bruh. 
you can't even spell activist, <laughs> let alone be one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when when Ti came out of jail, and all of a sudden he was a spokesman for one eight hundred TIP. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, like yo, if you see something, say something. One eight hundred something something TIP. Yeah, I'm going like that. wow, son. Like really? And you just beat some federal charges. Just my opinion. Yeah, silences. He, he had did a year. Silences, and he did a year. Yeah. And uh, then he's coming out, and now he's saying you for you to snitch. Uh, okay, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah that was a good point. Yeah, we ain't forget that, nigga. We ain't forget that. Uh, they took Cosby and gave us Meek, both from Philly. That's not a coincidence. Probably not. Probably not. But I'm still trying to figure out. Why Robert Kraft? What all these Robert guys. Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, not even the owner no, of Philadelphia. So he, no, 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 he said. That he met the Philly owner at, at a basketball game, and he just started picking his brain, and then they became cool. Okay. And then, prior to him going to jail, you mean? Prior mean? to him going to jail. Okay. And then he was on a plane with the owner, and then Robert Kraft was on the plane as well. And then he just started picking their brains about like money and things like that. Oh, oh, got you, got yeah. you. So, Robert Kraft felt compelled Probably. to get Meek out of jail. I don't think he got him. He probably, or, or, yes, or, yeah. I think he was one of the people who yeah. were... Uh, advocating for him to get out, which I have no problem with, but that was celebrity shit. What about all the other brothers and sisters? No, he, and what which I appreciated that Meek he did acknowledge that too. Like if I wasn't famous, I'd still be in jail. Absolutely. So if you get a chance, go out there and see the Meek Mill uh, video on the Breakfast Club. I didn't see it yet. That was pretty good. It was pretty good. He was, and he was I, really I, candid I, about a lot because we think about rappers like not as people. Uh huh. And he was talking about like having to tell his son some stuff, like having to talk to his PO. Like, absolutely. You know, it was it was dope. Absolutely, uh, in depth interview. Yeah, it was dope. Okay. What we got in the chat, B? What we got going on in the chat? Uh, Takesha Nash from Kansas City. Shout out to you, Takesha Nash from Kansas City. Shout out to you. What's good? Let me turn around and see what's going on. Kraft got his start in the music industry. Did he? I thought he was Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. No? Is, is, is he not the Kraft Macaroni and Cheese guy? I don't want to start no rumors. He's just he's fake news. I, I, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I don't know that. Don't yo, know Robert Kraft, I, I immediately thought Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. Meek an agent? Is Meek an agent? I don't know. We, we pass that term around a lot in the so-called conscious community. This one's an agent. I'm not going to say that. I think he got caught in the system with some crooked cops, and uh, maybe he didn't want to play ball with the, with the judge or whatever the case may be. And the fact that he's a celebrity, he was able to benefit from that. His music is a little ignorant for me, but I understand that uh, your music has to resonate from where you're from. Yeah. And so I can't hold him to a higher standard until he understands things on a higher level. I have a greater expectation for J. Cole than I do for Meek Mill. Meek Mill, I know I'm going to hear some hood booger shit about his rollies and his cars, but there is a demographic that he speaks to with that kind of music because there are a lot of young people who are uneducated who just want to get their chips up. You know what I mean? So making a hit song is easy. Now, I know you're saying to yourself, well, nigga, you ain't never made no hit song. No, making the hit song and the hit song has to be put within their system. That's the hard part. Making the hit song is easy. If I know people want to talk about drugs and people want to talk about murder because that's what's prominent in our hood, all you need is a hot beat. And when you echo the sentiments of the masses of the people, you know, even a booty clapping song, you know what I'm saying, where the sisters can clap their ass to, you know what I'm saying? That's that's an easy song to make. It's a harder song to make something intellectual and, where and there's 
Very yeah. few people vibrating on that yeah. frequency to understand, and then you get frustrated as an artist because you're trying to vibrate on the hot. You know what I mean? But if you're just vibrating where the masses of the people are, it becomes easier to make songs. And that's why those artists, when Biggie say money holes and clothes, that's all a nigga knows, and he's telling these gangster stories, we all can relate to these particular stories. And then Nas tried to come out and be a little bit more intelligent, and we called him, like Jay-Z said. You're trying to kick knowledge? That shit is garbage. Yeah, you trying to kick knowledge? knowledge? He said that. Yeah. Jay-Z said that yeah. shit. <laughs> trying to kick knowledge? <laughs> shit is garbage. Wow. So you, you understand yeah. the mindset of the people, and then Jay-Z turned around and puts out a Nas album yeah. with 444. And we praised Jay-Z, and Nas gave us that album nine times. Whole different, you know, interview, a whole well, different lecture for a whole other day. Speaking on Jay-Z, he has speaking to... Speaking on Jay-Z. First of all, he has to uh, testify about... Uh, nah, son. Gangsters don't testify, son. He, he from Brooklyn. He uh, from Marcy Project, son. He avoided some subpoenas, I think. Yeah, 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 something regarding the sale of Rockefeller, uh, Rockaway. Rockaway, because $205 million. Because they said, like, uh, it was valued more than actually... He sold it, uh, either it was valued, he undersold it. He undersold, yeah. It was valued at more, but he sold so it for less, and then they turned around, or something to that effect. Money, yeah, I might like have that backwards in the chat room, you know what I mean? Maybe it was valued for less, he sold it for more. So he has to testify. He's been avoiding the test, uh, testifying yep. for a while. But now he has to go in and do the very un-Brooklyn like thing. And um, title was under scrutiny because a lot of people were saying that they lying about their streaming numbers. Okay, what's wrong with that? I mean, well, that's it's cheating, right? Is it? Yeah, it is. If, if you, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying to win, my nigga. You, know, right, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Like, and I, I, I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. If you have a streaming service and you have artists in your actual label, you're going to... Yeah, see, that, that's the thing about this streaming service. Yeah. Um, I, this digital shit, uh, if you can get back door and crack those codes, because what they're saying is, is that he's got 3 million subscribers, but, but Beyonce's album was viewed 300 million times. So in essence, everyone viewed the album 30 times or streamed the album 30 times. Yeah. And who the fuck streams an album 30 times? You know what I'm saying? Besides a 13-year-old girl in love with Drake or some shit. So... Uh, but remember, there's a war going on with iTunes, Spotify, all of these groups now. And a black man is trying to have ownership. See, this is what I'm saying by you got to push some of that shit you feel about Jay-Z aside. Even he said, picture me drinking Belvedere when Puff Diddy got, Puff got Ciroc. Y'all niggas just, need to stop. And he got a new Doc Liquor. And he got a little Doc Liquor out now, too. Right. So I will be trying that. Yeah, we will sample that yeah. and see what that's like. Oh, matter of fact, how do we forget? Shout out to Urban X TV getting 15,000 subscribers. Shout out to you Shout guys. Shout that out. Shout out to you guys. It took a long time. Yeah, man. We were stuck on 14,800. For a long time. For a long time. Maybe yeah. we need to do some 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 real crazy shit to, to get these. For, we need to beef with somebody. We need to start a beef out here. Right, I'm a, I'm a get our out, numbers up. I'm going to put out a diss video against my pops. Right, put out a diss video. <laughs> Go against dad, yo. It's in all. that room. And then he going to do it. I'm going to do something in that room. And then you know, I'm going to be like, yo, because Malcolm don't know when I see him. It's on, son. He going to get that <laughs> smoke, Sean. You know right. what I'm saying? Start a kind of beef. Well, yeah, we appreciate the support. Or oh, me and wifey can believe released the love tape. And it's gonna come on like this. Boom, boom, bow, bow, with 70s music. Might have a, a, a delivery hat on. You want me to be a delivery man? Deliver the pizza. Boom, bow, bow, bow. I don't know. Okay, here we go.
So uh, back to the streaming situation. Yeah. He's at war. This is a corporate war. Yeah. This is a corporate war of a black man trying to uh, reach a level. And they said um, the per- the people that are accusing him of that called him a crack dealer. Call him a crack dealer. Yeah. Or call one of his other artists or a business partner something else. Uh, so we know that this is a smear campaign. Yeah. And, you know, it is what it is. So I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to applaud that if Jay-Z can fluff those numbers. Even though he's the one who said men lie, women lie. Yeah. Numbers don't. Yeah. This nigga so gangster, he got numbers lying. Now let's clap that up again, nigga. That's some that's some gangster shit. This nigga can make numbers lie. I fucks with Jay on that. At the end of the day, they're jealous, you know, because now we're starting to get bigger and bigger pieces of the pie because we're understanding. And this is what Kanye is also talking about. I'm trying to bust down these doors. To get into these fashion realms where they don't want me, they still call me a nigga in those rooms, but I'm innovative. I see things, I want to share things, and I may not express it or articulate it because I can't read, which further proves this point. Yeah. And my some of the things I say may be taken out of context because I can't read. Or I don't read. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a little hype now, shit. What we got in the chat? Somebody said, uh, thought about having a guest such as Lord Jamal. Shout out to Lord Jamal. Shout out Lord Jamal and the You're Not A Mean podcast. Godcast, Godcast. Godcast, Godcast. Shout out to you. Him and Sister Rod Digger, are they over there doing their thing? Uh, Yeah, we would like to get the Lord on the show. Somebody somebody get this to him. You get this to him and you you know he's going to have to spark something up. You know, I don't want to get my ego involved because the Lord, he might spark something and I might... I might maybe I eat a gummy bear or something. Is that like a bitch? <laughs> like he's smoking weed, yeah, and I'm like, that's mad. I'm gonna eat yeah, a, yeah. a yo 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 Jamal, son. I'm with yeah. you, son. Yeah, no, no. Eat a gummy. I, I would have to smoke the weed and shit. <sighs> what else we got in the chat? Any questions? Any questions? Any questions for the chat? I thought we did a powerful show tonight. So any questions about anything? Oh, this is the last time we're talking about Kanye. Yeah, yeah, we're done with that. Yeah, we're done. We just wanted to tie it into because the ha- the Hegelian dialect was in effect. You know, the problem, reaction, solution. Uh, because when, when our show was over last week, we had said we're not talking about the Kanye because we yeah. don't have to hop on that. We were only giving our opinion of how we saw it. For, and we but, were, um, right after, we got so many calls from people. Like, yeah. Individually. He got called. I yeah. got called. Yeah. And we just felt we needed to, like, I guess, clarify some things. Right. Clarify a few things a few for things. you. And to just tie it into the Donald Glover, Donald Glover, yes, Donald yeah, Glover. Donald Glover situation, or how now niggas is happy again because now Donald Glover has uh, allowed them to rest. Somebody asked, "Will we be taking callers?" Yes, yes, we have this device here. Uh, Do we want to take callers? Uh, we'll take callers if you know how to act like don't yes, call yeah, up and yeah. say stupid shit yeah i don't know man you know if, if it's a sensible thing you know because we also gonna hook up the google uh yeah shit and we're gonna bring some of our guests on the screen here like they might not be able to come here we'll bring them on the screen yeah. and plug the sound in so you'll get great sound from that we will do that but taking calls eh, ah, we'll see we'll see yeah South Africa is like Chirac right now. What's your take? I didn't know that. 
Well, um, I know they're taking land from white people. I know they're recovering their land in yeah, South Africa from, from white these white people. people. Yeah. And these white people are up in arms about this because for them, they don't see what they did wrong. Right. Racism and, and taking what they want is so embedded in their DNA. And South African apartheid was perfect racism. Explain. It was... Per- so... What they did was... He's a history major. Yeah, so what they did was they went around to different nations and they saw how they dealt with black people. And in South Africa, is is white, black, and it's colored. It's a different little subset. Oh, a little subset. Yeah, it's a little subset. So how people. do you get down with the colors? Are they in the middle? Mixed, mixed people. Oh, the mixed people. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And then, um, so they went down and they took notes. So that's like, um, you going around, you see some... Give me something. Um, give me something. Like a, uh, a pie recipe. Or okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pie and you, recipe. And you go around. Your different... Now, you talking pies? Are we talking hood pies? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because hood pie, that that's that. You know, them bundles. Or we talking grandma's apple pie? Whatever. Or does it matter? Right. So you go around in different uh, places and you try to learn how to make an apple pie, right? And you right. go around and take the best from every ah best gotcha. ingredient, for, uh, best technique. The crust from here. He, and, his apples are this. Right. The sugar intake here. And then you create, and you build. The perfect system. The perfect system. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was deep. But I do know uh, the revolution were eighteen year olds and younger. Yes. Uh, you know, during the time when uh, Nelson Mandela uh, was locked up, so revolutionaries were young people mm-hmm. who were fighting against uh, this system. But now, you know, the farmers are like, "Yo, you know, we need our land back." So, big up to our brothers and sisters. And I heard they were also deporting. Uh, people from uh, England uh, who didn't have proper Yo, citizenship. They, they sent somebody. To, they found somebody guilty, and I think they sent her to jail for a racial slur. For a racial slur, yeah, a white woman. Yeah. Oh, because I forgot. It's... Black dot is going to jail. They start that shit here. <laughs> you crack a mother. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to jail. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the actual term is. You know what I was thinking about too? Like, is 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 nigga uh, a racial slur? In like other countries that, uh, I don't know. Is, you know, because like, Oprah went there. They said, "What's up, my nigga?" In France, you know, they called her it, nigga. This is two two different um experiences, right? Yeah, they don't have the same experience with the word. And absolutely, right? but so is it? But you got to remember now, uh, because uh, social media and hip hop no, videos spread so far I know now. that. Uh, MTV Raps was beaming these images all over the country of us calling ourselves nigger. Right. And we it was nothing negative happening when we were saying so other people felt that they could say nigger. Right. Now I understand for my super and ultra conscious people see last week I was dealing with <laughs> the, the quant. this is the ultra conscious we understand that nigger and naga means you know serpent and the kundalini energy and black people naga and niger blah, 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 blah. I'm not even gonna go there with all of that shit. But, you know, in, in different countries, because culturally, you need to know how people view things in yeah. different countries anyway. It's about perspective. It's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. It really is. Real. All right. Is that it? Uh, that might be it. I see some, some gang violence in the chat. Everybody love everybody. Oh, it's gang violence yeah. in the chat. Now. Everybody love everybody. Wow. <laughs> We're not doing that. Will there be a sequel to Urban Culture? Domaine Collins asked that. Will there be a sequel to Urban Culture Decoded? Oh. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, eventually, eventually, because um, you know we're constantly writing. Uh, 
Shout out. We, 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 we launched, or should we say we launched, or should we not say? No, nah, no, nah, this, <clears throat> this is what's going to happen, right? Um, we're going to start a new series called Urban Exclusives. Urban Exclusives. Clap that up. Clap that up. Now, if you're familiar with my pops, like a lot of people are, right, you know of his more classic DVDs that he did with Professor Griff. 20 years in the game. 20 years. You know, he has a lot. He has a long catalog. And some of the stuff he got wrong. Some of the stuff he got right. Facts. And some of that stuff is timeless. A lot of the stuff is timeless. So what he's going to do, he is going to recode or redissect a lot of his old videos in real time. In real time, right? So he's gonna let he's gonna. Well, I'm not gonna do it in real time. Not in live, real time, but, but what I'll do is I'm gonna set the stage for each video. We're gonna watch a clip, maybe a half hour clip. Then I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna teach today based on what I taught then, what I got right, what I got wrong, what I can expand on. That will be a part of our Patreon. Patreon, yeah. Patreon. Let's clap that up. I know yeah. I said I wasn't gonna do it. I didn't know what it was, but here we go. Yeah. Uh. Because these classes will be master classes, all right? And each class will be an hour, hour and a half, and I'm not just going to be giving that away for free. No, sir. Uh, so we will have a $5 package. Yeah. That means you get to just get, you know, some stuff. Wait, we, have, wait, time on. we haven't decided that yet. We have some meeting to do. Okay. We, right. haven't, we haven't decided We haven't a meeting in real time. Yeah. <laughs> we have a $5 package, $10 package. A $25 package. Okay. We ain't going to go all crazy and all that kind <laughs> okay. of stuff. So, you know, those are decent packages. If you want to support us on a monthly basis, I'm going to throw in some unseen footage of me interviewing Eve and uh, Flex and Rizza, Jizza, all of these, uh, you know what I'm saying, people who I used to interview back in the days. I got unseen footage of me being on tour with Tim Dog. All that stuff is going to be deep in there. So... Yeah. Uh, somebody said, oh, that's a good question. Uh, we should never make excuses in life for not having our pops around, but Malcolm, what is it like having your father, having a father like that? We were just talking about this today. We were. We were just talking about this today, and what I was telling him was, um, going, growing up, right, he used to make me read really young, really heavy stuff when I was young. I read the autobiography of Malcolm X when I was like in the second or third grade. And I was saying, it's, um, kind of frustrating to go to school and be around people that don't understand what's going on, but you have a, a father like him and my mother who's really, really educated and she really understands what's going on as well. So to not to be young and going to school and to not be able to talk, to have those conversations with my peers <clears throat> about these things is kind of was kind of maddening. Like it was kind of being stuck in my own head a lot. Um, and they'll tell you I was really reserved because I couldn't have these conversations with a lot of yes, people. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and yeah, and, but you get older, and that's probably one of the reasons why this trend of being woke frustrates me so much. Mm-hmm. Because I've always felt yeah, this way. Yeah. I've always followed Absolutely. these type of principles. I've always followed this way of thinking. And to see it's kind of a, a trend, like a thing you put on before you go outside the store is kind of insulting in a sense. Especially for people I know don't read, I know don't take the time to study, and they just go on the internet, they go on YouTube, and they just see, they just, you know, uh, follow a personality. Not taking shots at anybody, but I'm just saying. 
And yeah, that's what it is. But you know, I'm getting used to it. And um, what you see is what you get, guys. For real. This is who I am all day, every day. Literally. I have open conversations with all my children. You're going to see a beautiful uh, video of me and my daughter. We're having a sit down, a father and son daughter talk. Um, but this is who I am. Stay tuned for that. That's going to be powerful. This is who I am all day, every day. I'm, I want to be uh, 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 not their friend, but I am my, my children's friends yeah. uh, as much as I can. But I do let them know I'm still your dad. I, I'm about fun, I'm about education, but I'm also about spending the time uh, with my children and I won't let nothing get in that way. I allow for mistakes, I allow for freedom of thought, meaning I don't want him to think like me. I want him to think, you know what I'm saying? So we will get, and we get into it, you know, yeah. we get into our pieces and, and so forth and so on. But um, I'm just trying to break a trend as well. My father wasn't around, I knew him, but he wasn't around. And these children don't want money. Don't think they want, they want time. You know what I mean? Yeah, they want some money for some sneakers and shit too. I don't mean that. <laughs> but if the choice is time or the money, they will take the time every single time. So for the young fathers out there who's having problems with the baby moms, and we get all that. The urban excellence that we're trying to now invoke on ourselves. Urban excellence is despite the problem with baby moms is I have to be in this young man's life or, you know what I'm saying? Vice versa and urban excellence for our black women who are, are bitter because the man may have left and you thought it was going to be something excellent or, or, or better than it was is to make sure that that baby is still in that man's life. In spite of the fact that you can't stand his fucking guts, that's the new urban excellence that we're trying to push and the narrative that we want to push along because there are some beautiful things going on in our hood. It ain't all bad unless we wouldn't be here. For real. So, you know, as a dad, I'm just trying to, to walk that line and digging on me like I wear sketches. <laughs> you know, I like sketches. Ske these sneakers are comfortable to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sketches, you know, ain't nobody waiting outside the store like you know, overnight trying to steal my sketches when I come out the store. Ain't nobody, yo, son, I'm going to need them sketches, right? And sketches, you buy one, you get one. So I be coming out the store leaning. I be having like six boxes and shit. My kids will snap on me, but they got to remember I'm 50. So I can't always, they're going to take me shopping though. That's what yeah, they that's, say. Yeah, that's, yeah. Long story short, how do we get off that? But let's continue. Anything else going on Anything in the chat? Else. What do y'all think about the movement against these masculine black women? Uh, the MGTW, I've never heard of that movement. So it's hard for me to, um, for Marcus376, I haven't heard of that movement, so I can't really say. Sketches are comfortable. That's what I'm talking about, Mel P. You know what I'm saying? I be having with the with the, the cushion. And, don't, don't encourage it. Yeah, me. you know what I'm saying? It's got the when when, when I walk the my you know, it sinks down, it's like an extra pillow. What about yeah, uh, somebody said, what about the Rachel Dozo thinking she she has a documentary on Netflix. Oh, the one who, who thinks she's black? Yeah, she's trans black. Well she's trans black. Yeah. Uh well nowadays you can be trans anything you want. Yeah. I told you I'm trans cat. And if I go to your restaurant and there's no cat little box, 
I want to speak to the manager. Oh, side notes. Going back to the title thing, right? Them inflating their numbers. Didn't record companies do that too? They used to buy copies of the album that wasn't really selling. They like all that did anyway. that. They all did that's that. The but but, but the difference was you had to buy the physical copies. Right. So you had to buy 100,000 copies and then maybe give them away yeah. in some kind of giveaways yeah. or something. So this digital great. shit, you could just cheat the codes. Yeah, so it's a whole different ball game. Makes it a little bit more easy. Right. Plus, you got to... You got to get a million streams to get $30 now. Like, I don't... What yeah. part of the game is that? Uh, somebody said Urban X shirts soon. Urban X shirts very soon. Soon. We didn't want to rush it. You know, we, we we ran with a trial. We showed y'all what it was look like. That was Inception. We yeah. was putting it in your head. And we didn't say nothing about on it. On level seven. Yeah. So when you hear the music and I kick the chair out from under your ass, that means come up and buy a shirt. So we didn't want to... Uh, you know, we want to get it right. We don't want to just do it. So the Urban X shirts... Will be there soon. Uh, what about George Zimmerman? I told you when he texted, uh, he first he got charged for uh, allegedly stalking the private investigator who's trying to do the the documentary, documentary. the Jay Z documentary. Yeah, for Trayvon Martin. Right, right. And he said something. He texted him to the effect like, "Yeah, I know how to handle you. I've been handling stuff like this since February yeah, 2012." Yeah, yeah. And that's when he uh, murdered Trayvon Martin. Yeah, yeah. Yo, and- yo, the fact that. Listen, we, we, this is going back to last week one more yeah, time. Yeah, the fact that Daz felt the need to send Crips after Kanye when Trey, when George Zimmerman is running victory laps around the country. The fact that thumbing he's, his nose yes alarms me. That goes to show you back to the the hate we have for each other. We are quick to hate each other. Listen, it won't even be a big job for somebody to just punch this nigga in his mouth. When you see him, when you see him at a restaurant, just punch him in his fucking mouth. Like, yeah. what's the... No, I, I ain't... We always quick to show each other, fighting yeah. each other. You got the camera out. Yo, he going to go jump on homie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We quick to do that. You mean to tell me? Because George Zimmerman ain't hiding. Yeah, he, right. he likes the attention. He loves the attention. You know who I am, right? Yeah. And ain't nobody was like, oh, yeah, really? Right. That's points. Now... As a disclaimer for Urban X and my Urban Excellence <laughs> uh, new code of conduct, we ain't wrote the code up yet, so I still can say some crazy shit. I am not saying that there should be violence against George Zimmerman. I'm simply saying he's not hiding, and if somebody wanted to punch him in his face, it probably would be easy. So, with that being said, with that being said, where can we be reached? We can be reached on. Instagram and Twitter at UrbanX underscore NYC. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Uh, you can go to UrbanX dot, N- dot NYC for the written articles. Yeah. Yeah. News articles. Uh, we have the podcast episodes posted there. We have our um, UrbanX TV videos posted up there. We have a donate button over there, too. I, I didn't want to say it. You said it. Yeah. Donate. Donate. But um, you can listen to us on Apple Music, Spotify, um, Google Play, Audio Boom, Audio Boom, Castbox, all of those good places. And if you listen, are we to, on Google Play? We are on Google Play. Okay, because somebody uh, in one of the uh, not chat rooms, but on the message board, said they would listen to our show, but it's on. Uh, it wasn't on Google Play. We're on Google. We definitely Play. on Google Play. We're on Google Play. And when you listen to us on Apple Music, we kindly ask you to write a review and give like and. You know, give a review. Right. Because that helps us bump, you know, so more people can see us, so more people can subscribe to right. us. Right. Get our numbers up. Get our numbers up. So, and again, thank you for all the subscribers that are watching with us every week. 
Absolutely. Uh, we have a new video for the you know Red Pill and Blue Pill that yeah. Yo, dope. it's it's a dope interview we did. This is part one, and they got a classic performances all edited up by T. by you know what I'm saying my wife she put that work in on Shouts that. Out. Shouts out. So with that being said, oh, it's Mother's Day. You know, take care of your mothers. Yeah, weekend. yeah. Every day is Mother's Day. You know all that cliche uh, shit people say. Yo, but, you, know, you know what I don't want to see? I don't want to see the, you know, my mother's my world. Uh, she was my mother and my father. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just uh, honor thy mother and father. You know what I'm saying? When it's time. And she was my mother and my take father. Take your moms out. And, and the mothers too. The daddy ain't around. I'm the mother and the father. No, you're not. It took some ding-ding in there somewhere. And mother rolled in on light speed. I tell people that I wrote that in Hip Hop Dakota. I said, I know you upset, but you here. You had to get here. You rolled in on somebody's nutsack. You packed your bags and you beat (laughs) 7 million sperms. Or however many sperms. You beat them. You are the one. You here. Now make something of it. Right? Don't start me running down a list of those who don't know who their father is. I do believe you should be in your children's life when you can, but you're here. Go for it. And with that being said, Black peace. Ass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for a son. And now he serve it to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart, too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn. Learn smarter.